Yeah. All right, welcome to episode 87 of Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie and I'm your podcast host. You can check out everything we do with Wall of Sound. All you need to do is get online, head to wallofsoundau.com. And if you're on social media, find us. Just look for Wall of Sound AU. We're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And we want to be your friend. Coming up on this episode, I'm going to sit down with Ash Costello from New Year's Day. Now, this is a band who have predominantly made it big overseas and they haven't exactly cracked the Australian market until earlier on this year when they made their debut at Download Festival. They played early in the day, they put a great crowd and we're going to talk more about the band, where they've come from, where they're going and how that perception was visiting Australia for the very first time. This is all ahead of their return to Australia in March next year for their very first headline shows, and we'll talk about what you can expect with those ones too. Plus a big episode on the way, as with every week, I've got not one, but two brand new songs for We Came As Romans on the way. I won't forget the memories I know. I'll give you more details about those songs a little bit later on. Plus, we're going to be celebrating the 10th anniversary for two iconic bands and their albums. But right now, let's get into this guy here, Marilyn Manson, with his cover of Sweet Dreams on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Sweet dreams Some of them want to get used by you 
up? This is Chris Motionless from Motionless in White, and you are listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. Voices in my head again, trapped in a war inside my own skin. They're pulling me under. their 2017 album Graveyard Shift. That's the guys from Motionless and White on Wall of Sound up against the wall with the flashback voices. No Australian tour announced as of yet for their latest album they put out, Disguise. So hopefully we see something happening in early 2020. But my hunch is they might be on the Download Festival lineup. I'll keep you posted on that one. And everything that happens with the lineup, including all the predictions we have, just search for wallofsoundau.com. But this year, 2019, marks the 10th anniversary for two great bands and two of their albums. Paramore's Brand New Eyes was their mainstream hit. It's the album that put them on a massive scale here in Australia and across the world too, proving them more than just a pop-punk outfit. It also signalled a change for the band after this, with frontwoman Hayley Williams removing her red hair and opting for a couple of different colours, proving she wanted to be more than just an image of a woman fronting a band. There are a whole bunch of fantastic songs from the album, and it's still hard to believe that it has been 10 years. So right now, let's flash back to the year 2009 and get on this song here from Paramore. This is Ignorance, and Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Thank you. 
and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall.
That's AFI, Beautiful Thieves on Wall of Sound up against the wall from their album Crush Love, which, you guessed it, is turning 10 years young this year. What were you doing 10 years ago? I was working in commercial radio, starting to get that passion I have for the heavy music, and now look at us. We're all old as shit now, it sucks. But the older we get, the more appreciation we have for the bands that we grew up with all those years ago. My Chemical Romance, I would have to say right now, are one of the most sought-after bands that our generation, or the younger generation, I should say, really want to reform but will they they had their peak they did some incredible things they toured the globe and you know there's all those memes that get around about how we didn't appreciate them when they were around and it's so true they were one of the greatest bands of our generation and we just let them slip between our fingers so hopefully all these rumors and speculation that's getting around right now actually has some merit behind them and we see them get back together for an anniversary tour or maybe a new album whatever it is hopefully the guys can do this and put their differences aside that'd be great but right now I wanted to flash back to their album Danger Days and get on this song here. Nah, 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 nah. I'll just let them do it. This is My Chemical Romance, a wall of sound up against the wall. the wall with brown all my friends are heathens take it slow wait for them to ask you who you know please don't make any sudden moves you don't know the half of the abuse all my friends are heathens take it slow
names of people that they love one day Docked away Just because we check the guns at the door Doesn't mean our brains will change From hand grenades You love another psychopath sitting next to you You love another murderer sitting next to you You think I'd get here sitting next to you But after all I've said Please don't forget All my friends are Issues not to mention They say they can smell your intentions You laughing on the freak show Sitting next to you You laugh some weird people Sitting next to you You think I did not get here Sitting next to you But after all I've said Please don't Pilots on Wall of Sound up against the wall, a song that was from the Suicide Squad soundtrack, which also featured this band. Hey, what's up? This is Ash Costello from the USA, and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. They absolutely wowed the crowds at Download Festival, uh, making their first appearance down in Australia, I should point out, and they're coming back for a second serving in March 2020. Here to chat all about it is New Year's Day frontwoman Ash Costello. Welcome to the show. Hi there, how are you? I'm amazing now that I finally got you. You're a hard woman to track down, you know. You've, you've been in the industry for so many years and, like, we only just got to see you at Download Festival for the very first time. Yeah. What's up with that? Like, why did it take so long to get here? Oh, well, it's not for lack of desire to go and visit you guys. It's just um, financially a big deal for a band to do that. So New Year's Day has finally grown to the point where we can afford to travel the world and meet all of our fans now without it breaking our bank, thankfully. You know, it took a, a lot of hard work to get there. Well, I'm glad you finally did it. And you're coming back, obviously, for your very first headline tour, which is bloody awesome, mind you. Now, let's go back to those Download Festival shows. It's a very hard thing to sort of, you know, come down to a country you've never been before and perform for these people for the very first time in a festival setting. How did you and the band feel you went with that first trip? Um, well, we really didn't know what to expect, to be honest. You know, uh, we did in the sense that Download Festivals, we played in the UK for a couple of years now. And we know that it means there's a lot of people, you're going to see a lot of friends, a lot of bands that you know. We expect that, but we never know like uh, what the crowd is going to think of us, especially because we don't really know how many fans we have in Australia. So we were really shocked to see that so many people showed up to see us play. We played first both days, and our crowd was awesome, so awesome. I mean, there was a lot of hype behind that. I caught you in Melbourne. It was it was great to see so many people getting in there and getting amongst it too, especially with that Pantera cover, which you now, mind you, we'll talk about that again soon. But um, for you to, to come down and do something like that and obviously see that amount of people, is that like the want and drive for you to come back again so soon? Yes. Our reaction was so well at Download that we actually got to meet the head of Download Festival Australia, who was so pleased with our performance and our crowd reaction that right then and there he said that he was going to find a way to have us come back. We just didn't know it was going to be so soon. 
you know, we thought maybe a year from now, maybe, you know, a year and a half. We didn't think you'd have us back in March. Which is exactly, you know, one year after you perform. So it's great that you're coming back so soon and then you can rekindle those relationships from that past year and, and we're not waiting so long between uh, sets, so to say. Now, in regards to uh, a headline show with New Year's Day, because obviously we've only ever seen anything through YouTube videos or social media posts and all that, how do you differentiate a set from a music festival to your very own headline tour? Well, we're going to have to kind of figure that out a little bit because traveling to another country... Uh, at a band at our level, we're still not at the place where we can bring a big production. You know, we can't bring a lot of crew, a lot of production. So um, we kind of go, all right, we know that we rock, our music rocks, our cells on stage rock, and we don't really feel like we need to rely on much else. So we're just ready to go and have a good old fashioned rock show with everyone in Australia. And look, the good thing about that is you've got a brand new album, Unbreakable, behind you as well. Well, let's talk about that release as well. When you put that out, how did you feel the fans uh, responded to that? Obviously, you know, over in the States, but also internationally as well. Well, I, I can only gauge the reaction off of what I see online, based off of our previous reactions. And a success to me is the reaction keeps growing. And I've never, ever been through the reaction that this album's had before. It's above and beyond anything I could have hoped. You know, we were in the first hour number one on the overall charts on iTunes, number one on the rock charts, top 20 debut on the on the radio charts. You know, it's just absolutely out of control. Never had that before. Yeah, and obviously there, there were a few lineup changes before the album was released, right? Did that hinder getting the release out at all? No, not at all. The album I wrote with two producers. So, and uh, I basically write every album with different songwriters or different producers. So no matter what band members have come and gone, it doesn't affect the sound of the music at all because it's always been my vision. Ah, uh, okay, yep, cool. Well, that, that yeah, that was the next question. Obviously, you've got creative control over the band and the music that comes out. So it's pretty much your, all your brainchild, essentially. Yeah. Give us a rundown of this song, uh, Shut Up. Obviously, this was a big single which, uh, you know, fans latched on and scored stack loads of hits on YouTube and all that. What's this one all about? Where'd this, like, inspiration come from? Um, it came from my love for an R&B pop artist named Kaylani. And I have always been a big fan of hers. And we covered one of her songs called Thanksta when the Suicide Squad um, soundtrack came out. And I was very, 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 very influenced by her. And I've just had this idea in my head for several years now. Like, what if there was a metal version of Kaylani? What would that sound like? And I brought this idea to so many producers over the years. And finally, someone got it. His name was Scott Stevens, who is responsible for um, a lot of our favorite in this moment, Hailstorm Shine Down songs. And um, so a shut-up happened in a day. And even though I had some trepidation about releasing a song that was more on the pop side than the metal side, even though it still has metal elements, I was so thrilled that we were able to nail this vision that I had had for so long. And that's where it came from. Now, in regards to writing that song, because obviously New Year's Day has been, you know, such a metal band for so many years, and you were just saying you are worried about releasing a song on the pop side. Is that a conscious thing that you think about when going into the studio? Like, it has to be a metal song, or do you just sort of let it flow and see what comes out, that kind of thing? It's a little bit of both. You know, I went into this record being very, very, very adamant that I wanted a metal album that sounded pop. And I meant that in a way where the music would be metal, but the melodies, I wanted to be more on the catchy, melodic pop side of it. Yeah. Because when I listen to music, I love metal music. I love heavy guitar riffs. But a lot of the metal music that I've been checking out lately left a lot to be desired for me vocally as a vocalist. So I thought if I could marry the two some way, then that's, that's what I was setting out to do. And Shut Up is a great example of that. Come For Me is a great example of that. Unbreakable. Um, done with you, sorry about sorry. There's so many songs on our album that are heavy but poppy at the same time. And see, the, the best thing about that, I guess, is you can bring the two worlds together. Like, you've got the metal fans, and then you've got the people who enjoy pop songs. They can essentially, like, join together and come see a show and enjoy themselves and not be sort of a bit worried about going to see a metal show, essentially. Yeah. All right, well, let's get on that song right now. This is Shut Up by New Year's Day on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Twisted and dirty, think that you know me. That you control me, have you figured it out? Boy, I'm not breaking, better get praying. You need the saving to keep it devout.
Shut up by New Year's Day on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Frontwoman Ash Costello joins me now. Ash, there's something that I need to talk about that I've been mesmerised by you for years, and that's the two-tone hair. Oh, yeah. Now, the thing is about me, I've got brown hair and a brown beard, and a couple of years ago I tried to dye my hair grey, and I look like a top-deck chocolate bar. (laughs) Uh, However, when you do it, you look absolutely phenomenal, and this has been something that you've had for years. Like, How do you upkeep this and keep it looking so been fucking tastic pretty much oh uh, well that's a secret i can't share <laughs> otherwise you know everyone would know my secret but i will say that it's not a cool thing for me these days because i've had it for almost uh, between seven or eight years now and um when i did it is i because i dyed my hair different colors all the time ever since i was in middle school but what i didn't realize is when i was doing this because i liked harley quinn so much ah. that it would be something that would catch on the way it did you know, it wasn't premeditated and like, well, I'm going to sing in a band. I need to have some sort of shtick. Yeah. It was way before New Year's Day was even really getting off the ground. So it was just something I did because I liked it, you know, I and mean, now, now it's a thing. All right. So that would have been a dream come true situation for you to perform on the Suicide Squad album, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a new movie coming out called Birds of Prey. It's about Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn, and we're working very hard to get one of our songs in that movie contract. You not only need to have a song, you need to have a cameo on that. I think that would be fucking fantastic and, you know, a great way to bring the metal crew into the movie. No. <laughs> no. I'm the worst actress in the world. <laughs> Definitely don't have me in your movie. Not a good idea. There's things I know I'm good at, things I know I'm not good at, and acting, not one of them. <laughs> Hey, one thing you are good at, though, is covering songs from, like, fantastic bands and putting your own spin on them. In the past, you've covered the likes of Manson, Pantera, My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Um, if you could pick any band out there to cover one of your songs, who does it need to be? 
Um, cover one of my songs. Oh gosh, I think it'd be really cool to see Manson cover a New Year's Day song. Yes, yeah, that'd be cool. Is it just you know an infatuation that you've had with Manson for years, or you know, did you grow up with Manson? Obviously, I did grow up listening to Marilyn Manson. Um, I still remember the first time I ever discovered who he was. It was on one of late night MTV shows where they were just playing like kind of the scarier, darker, more adult music videos. And I was really young. I can't remember how old, but they played Sweet Dreams. And I just remember being so fascinated. I wasn't scared. I wasn't like, ew, who's this guy? I just immediately was fascinated by who he was. And I was a fan of Marilyn Manson ever since growing up. Awesome. Well, you did a fantastic cover of his song, Mob Scene, My Jew. We'll get that on in a second, but for those who haven't had the opportunity to check out New Year's Day, they're coming back down under March 2020. You can get your tickets right now through livenation.com.au. Ash Costello, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. What if I wanted to break? Laugh it all off in your face. What would you do?
not going to lie, that's hands down one of my favourite upcoming bands getting about right now. Crazy 88 is the band, and uh, Lauren Babick is the front woman. They did an exceptional cover of that 30 Seconds of Mars song, and a few other ones as well too. So if you haven't had the opportunity to come across the band, or you haven't liked all of their original stuff, go check out the covers that they put out, and maybe that might draw you in. A lot of people have found refuge, I guess you could say, when listening to a cover song that makes them either like a band or a certain genre because of that relatability. So definitely go check them out, Crazy 88. And while we're on the subject of 30 Seconds to Mars, they were great back in the day, weren't they? You know, coming from a post-hardcore band to like a stadium rock outfit, all before Jared Leto let the fame get to his head and turn the band to shit. That's flashback right now to some of the good old days of 30 Seconds to Mars. This is Kings and Queens on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
sound up against the wall. There was the brand new single for We Came As Romance. It's called Carry The Weight on Wall of Sound Up Against The Wall. Well, I should say one of the two new songs the band put out. Now, it's hard to believe it's been over a year since the passing of former frontman Kyle Pavone, who sadly passed away of an overdose at age 28 last year. Now, the band have said that they are going to move forward without him, but it's not in a way to sort of forget him. It's to keep his legacy alive. And that's what they've done with these two new songs they've put out. Both songs relate to Kyle and the struggles that you have with your mental health and mental battle that you go through. Really emotional stuff from the band and we didn't know what kind of direction they were going to head towards. Most bands who come back and release two songs, you would notice that one's a heavier one and one's on the more melodic side, but these two new singles both pack a punch and both hit you with the feels that just get you really caught up in it all. I'm really liking the progression that this band are having moving forward and I can't wait to see what they do next. Now remember, if you need help with your own mental well-being, you can get in touch with Lifeline on 13 11 14 or Beyond Blue on one three. 4636 or find your closest suicide prevention and crisis support organization through Google. Please get in touch and look after yourselves out there. But this is the second song from We Came as Romance. It's called From the First Note on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Take me back! 
Wall of Sound up against the wall with Brownie. featuring Australian drummer Scott Eckel. The band is called Five North. The song is called This Mess. And if you love pop punk and alternative rock, you need to go check those guys out. Stalk them on social media and get behind them. It also features Tyler Posey, who you might remember from the MTV show Team Wolf. And so I predict some big things from these guys coming forward, especially with the fact that they are working alongside John Feldman behind the scenes. So stay tuned and keep an eye on them and everything else we are doing with Wall of Sound. You can find out all of that at wallofsoundau.com. But that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out again. Don't forget, give it a like, subscribe, share it around, tell your mates about it. And if you've got time, give us a rating. If you don't give us a rating, that's fine. Do it next week or the week after, whatever. I'm not going anywhere. I'm stoked to reveal next week, though, I sit down with the man and legend that is Frank Carter from Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. They've got their Australian headline shows taking place in January next year. Now, I should point out as well, this interview took place before the car crash that uh, Frank Carter was involved in a couple of weeks back. He's all fine. He's got some injuries that he needs to attend to and they've had to postpone the US tour. At this point in time, his recovery shouldn't get in the way of his Australian dates, but I'll keep you posted up to date as soon as we know more about that. But to get you ready for the episode, we'll be going into detail about his life, his mental health struggles and the fantastic movement that he has been doing at all of his live shows. Make sure you check us out next week. To get you ready for it though, here is the Frank Carter and the Rattlesnake song Crowbar on Wall of Sound up against the wall. My name is Brownie. I'll catch you next week. We all come from an explosion in the sky. One day there was nothing and the next there was life. And all the rivers and the mountains and the sun and the moon. And then all of a sudden it's a cloud.
to bring you down Those jealous motherfuckers, they will try and take your crown It's easier for them to put you in a box Keep you safely locked away Because they hate it when the boat is rocked But fuck them all, they don't tell us who we are So when they try and lock you up Go and get the fucking popa This trap And there's no comfort Get the crowbar. 